Welcome to Latter-day Stillness, where we explore practices that help us find deep connection to God and others. Hey, my friends, I'm just grateful you're here. I'm feeling a lot of gratitude today that you're here to listen and that we get to seek stillness together and hopefully live from spirit in a more abundant way. So thanks for being here. I want to share a couple of stories that will help set up a bit of a framework for what we'll do in following episodes on this podcast. And just two stories. Uh, The first, we just recently bought a horse. And we are new to this horse world, and we're learning a lot as we dive into this new realm of learning. One of the recent experiences we've had as we bought a horse and we brought it to this horse property where uh, we're renting a space. And there's two other horses in the corral where we're introducing our horse. And our horse is significantly smaller than these other two horses. And so we sectioned off a part of the corral so they could get to know each other before they're physically completely together there. And something that happened soon after we introduced our horse is one of the other horses reached over the barrier and bit our horse on the back. And it's like, wait, what is going on right here? I come to find out, among the many things I'm learning, that is completely natural as you introduce a horse to a group, they will quickly start to form a hierarchy and certain horses will establish dominance and there'll be an ordering among the horses of top to bottom. And, you know, part of me is like, hey, that's not fair. Come on, can't we all get along and be on the same level? But that's just not how the animal world works, right? As these animals, often form packs and groups, this ordering actually becomes helpful. We could go way into that, but uh, you know, the leader establishes dominance, but also the others start to trust the leader pr- to protect the group and allow the leader to lead out and, and provide defense and safety for him. Now, that sounds to me, that ordering, that hierarchy, that establishing dominance, Sounds a lot to me like junior high. <laughs> uh, I've spent a lot of my life as a teacher. I've been in you know ninth grade, which is in junior high and high school settings. And as school starts, we're coming up on the start of school pretty soon. I notice some of that establishing of hierarchy that happens. It's just the way things work in that setting, and that's the time of life where you know ego is developing and. There may not be a lot of awareness that there's even harm going on as these hierarchies are established. And it's totally a human thing to do to establish these hierarchies. And as we talk about the natural man, that is part of the natural man and the natural of order things. And it's not all bad. There's usefulness that can come of it in certain ways and certain situations. However, as we know, the natural man oftentimes uh, 
if we're inhabiting that mindset, it can pull us away from God. There's a tension there, right? If we don't learn to work with the natural man and put off the natural man, we can get ourselves into a, a tricky space. All right, so one more story about horses. Thanks for listening. <laughs> As we were there at this horse ranch, uh, I looked down at, at an arena. I was a little bit higher up the hill, and I saw a trainer in the ring with a horse, you know, holding it by a rope that was 10 feet long or so, and the horse in the middle of the arena. And the trainer training the horse how to understand, how to listen, how to receive communication and respond. And it was a beautiful thing to see that. And I also noticed others on the outside of the arena. I noticed particularly one older man who was leaning on the top railing. If you can picture this, sounds like something out of a movie, right? Leaning on the top railing. He didn't have a piece of straw in his mouth. I should have gone and given him one because that would have just made it just so visually classic. So anyway, he's leaning on this top railing watching this other man train the horse in the middle of the arena. And there's this serenity about this man on the outside of the arena. And as I watched this scene, it hit me that, oh, that's a really helpful analogy, at least for me, to understand how I can move forward spiritually and learn to work with the natural man that is in me and put off the natural man so that I can become at one with God, Christ, with spirit. So let's, let's think about this for a moment. As I learn to dismount the animal that's in me, the horse that's in me, that's often propelling me forward in life, so often I find myself driven by this animal in me, whether it's I get caught up in my thoughts, I get caught up in my emotions. I'm not fully present and aware because I'm not in spirit. I'm just caught in that flesh, that constant thinking mode. And I'm a little bit unconscious that I am caught up in my head. Those are indications to me that I am on this inner animal. I am caught up in the natural man. And I could use some time outside of the arena to come to stillness. So what do I need to do? I need to dismount the horse. And sometimes, you know, you might dismount and like uh, stay there as the trainer and look at what you're thinking and work with your thoughts and reform them and, and help them become more helpful. Now, as I'm seeking stillness, however, I want to not just stay there in the realm of thought and analyze my thoughts and work with them. I want to leave the arena entirely and stand on the outside and watch my thoughts. Now, we've talked about this in other episodes, and the reason I keep coming back to it, my brother who listened to a previous episode, he's like, you've got to revisit that idea. That's not something you can just say once. And it, it's something you've got to come back to over and over. And so think of it this way. You're on the outside of the arena in spirit consciousness. That's what the outside of the arena is. It's a, a place of stillness where you can watch your thoughts. Jesus used the phrase over and over, watch and pray. 
And sometimes we might take that to watch the external world, but we find often much more benefit in watching our internal world and becoming aware of the natural man in us, our thoughts, our emotions, so that we can put off that natural man and become at one with God. So how do we do that? Let's just do a quick practice. Oftentimes for me, in order to help this happen, I need to just stop what I'm doing. It often helps to close my eyes because if I don't, there's too much food for thought all around me. I want to think about this or that and I get caught up in my head. So here we go with the practice. If you can, find a place where you can be completely focused. Close your eyes and let's take a deep breath. Just feel the air going in through your nose or mouth and coming out. And as you exhale, you might even sigh and just let vocalize a little bit as you come to relaxation and stillness in an effort to dismount this inner horse. Let's just start here with a deep breath. <sighs> now next, let's just take a moment to turn and become aware of your inner world. Notice any tension there. Maybe start at the top of your head and go down your body slowly. And if you find any tension in your body, any sense that you're unsettled, just relax and breathe through it. So as we come down from our head into our shoulders, release any tension there through your arms and hands, your abdomen down to your upper legs, lower legs and feet. And let go of any tension, any unsettled sensations, any discomforts. If there's pain there, either see if you can just accept it fully and you don't have to fix it, but just accept that it's there and don't resist it and form a tension against that pain. But if you can put yourself in another position so you're not focused on that pain and distracted by it, feel free to do that. As we become aware of our inner world, any tensions, that might point us to some emotions that you're feeling. Fears, worries, stresses, anxieties. And just notice those. We're actually working on dismounting the horse and putting it off and walking away. So we're noticing, we're observing. We're not diving in and trying to fight it. Or destroy it. We're just watching it. So any inner emotions, just notice them, become present with them, accept that they're there. As we find those emotions, it's very natural for us to think, why am I feeling that emotion? And you might have just a natural connection that your mind makes to some thoughts that are stirring up those emotions. In general, our emotions are a response to a thought that we've had. 
we often think that our emotions are a response to our outside world, our circumstances, but our emotions are actually a response to thoughts that we're having about the outside world. And if you're drawn to see those thoughts, that's great. Just watch those thoughts, become aware of them. No need to analyze them or fix them or fight them. But just become aware and be grateful that if you're able to see those thoughts, it's an indication that you may be approaching the outside of the arena. Just take a second to be still and watch your thoughts. Watch this inner animal that serves us so well to help us navigate the world. And if you find yourself getting pulled into the thoughts, getting pulled into the emotions, so that you're no longer on the outside of the arena, but you're on the horse again, you're riding, you're being ridden, or, or you're being driven by your thoughts or emotions, just notice that. And that's a success to notice that. And see if you can gently bring yourself back to the outside of the arena as the observer or watcher. Become very mindful of your inner world. You may notice that as you practice this and spend more time on the outside of the arena watching, there is a sense of stillness and presence that starts to arise that isn't so readily available when we're on the horse or when we're in the arena. As you sense that stillness, that presence arising, just welcome it. Allow yourself to go more deeply into that stillness, into that presence, into that spirit. And if thoughts arise and pull you back and emotions arise and pull you back, just remember to watch and gently bring yourself to the outside of the arena. No need to fight with yourself and become frustrated that thoughts keep arising. That's what our minds do. We're designed to have these minds that continually monitor the world in our experiences and they're such a gift. But during this time, allow that to just be, allow those thoughts to keep arising and gently bring yourself to the outside of the arena. Take a few more moments to focus on the stillness. Feel free to pause this if you'd like to prolong it. 
And we'll wrap up here. Go ahead and open your eyes and see if you can hold on to that quality of stillness and presence as you look around. And sometimes as you come out of a practice like this, you might see the world a little bit differently. As we practice, standing outside of the arena, it gives us increased presence and perspective of the world, our own experiences, and life starts to become a more present, rich experience where we're not swallowed up in whatever the inner animal, that natural man is driving us to experience. We're not so reactive. We're more present and calm. And we can draw upon wisdom and the intelligence of God that is just everywhere within us and around us because we're more connected there. But this is something, I'll say this again, that we need to practice over and over and over. It's so easy to get caught up. This world that we live in has so many things to offer to this natural man, to this inner animal. And it's easy to get caught up in the hierarchies, in the animal, right, is always wanting, you know, something like dominance, or if not dominance, at least separation for others. And it's worried about our own importance and recognition and honor and glory and winning an argument and raising ourselves up and putting down others sometimes. And, and not because we're trying to do these things, but because we just get on that horse and that horse just starts taking us where it wants to go. And so practicing dismounting, putting off that natural man and standing outside the arena in a place of stillness can be absolutely life-changing and transformative. And fundamental to deepening our spiritual growth. In following episodes, we'll learn how to deepen our experiences, our spiritual experiences, studying scripture, praying, attending church, interacting with others, by learning to step outside of the arena, put off the natural man, and come to a greater oneness with God and others. I hope this has been helpful to you. Thank you so much for being with us. If you felt this was helpful, please consider sharing it with others. Until next time, be still and be well.